You're listening to episode 342 of the Membership Geeks podcast, and today we're going to share 10 ways to personalize and tailor your member experience, one of my favorite topics. So let's dive in. You're listening to the Membership Geeks podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now here are your hosts, Mike Morrison and Callie Willows. Well, hello there. Thank you so much for joining us this week for another episode of the Membership Geeks podcast. I do wonder whether it's a little odd for you guys hearing one of our voice before the intro and one of them after. Like, it's so strange of being the solo host for 300 odd episodes of having another voice in my ear. But hopefully you guys are are quite enjoying it. Yeah, um, people probably don't notice as much as you do, to be honest with you. I mean, we have we have fairly different accents, I would say. That is true, yeah. I, I haven't I haven't learned Geordie you don't, yet. Yeah, you don't have an accent. You haven't learned Geordie, and I still haven't been able to shake this ridiculous sound that comes <laughs> out of my mouth. Um, but yeah, this is episode 342 of the Membership Geeks podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Morrison. The other, of course, is a fantastic Callie Willows. Hello there. It's nice to be back again. I'm impressed that this is three weeks now and you've not changed your mind and kicked me off the podcast yet. Yeah, there's 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 still still time. time. (laughs) Let's let's face it, we've known for a long, long time. People prefer listening to you than listening to me. So, you know, I'm just going to try and keep up the pretense that I'm doing this begrudgingly. (laughs) (laughs) When I need you, the show needs you. Um, Especially for this week's topic, because I know this is a one that is very, very close to your heart, that you geek out about in a big, big way. And I do too, but yeah, you take it to another level. And that's about how to personalize and tailor individual member experiences, which is something I think a lot of people don't think is is even a possibility when it comes to memberships, because memberships, you could have hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people. How on earth do you actually make it personal? Yeah, I think when you think membership, most people think one size fits all, kind of wham, bam, done. And yeah, that doesn't have to be the case at all. I I love this kind of all the different ways that you can tailor your memberships. And so I'm looking forward to talking about this. Yeah, and we've got 10 ways, in fact, to share with you. And this is, it's it's a lot, right? Uh, When I counted them up. When I was making my notes, I was like, oh, we've got 10. This is fun. Um, but yeah, this is a, an important thing to look at and an important kind of area to consider because if the experience that someone has inside your membership is one that's more personalized and more tailored, then that member's more likely to extract the specific things from your membership that they're most interested in, that will get the most value from, and that best addresses their needs. And in turn, that's going to make it more likely that they'll actually get results, which is ultimately what everyone joins your membership to get. Everyone joins for a result, an outcome, a transformation. And so if you help them get there quicker by having a journey, a path, an experience that's more suited to them and their specific needs, they're really going to feel like they're in the right place, that your membership is the place to be. And ultimately, that will result in them sticking around much longer. Yeah. And as well as that, it also enables individual members to feel better connected to both you, your other members and the membership as well. It highlights to them they're not just another number. If they know you follow and care about their progress, they're more likely to stay engaged and continuing to get those results in the long term as well. So 
That's why we're going to share 10 ways to better personalize and tailor someone's member experience. But just a slight caveat first, we're not suggesting you have to do all 10 of these things or implement all of these things right now. This is something where you can pick and choose the ones that will fit with your membership. Absolutely. And there's some core kind of concepts or general themes that you're going to want to apply. And we'll come back to those a few times as we talk through these. But a lot of what we're going to share, they're real specific tactics or just things that you can try out. You could do them all, but you don't have to do them all at once. In fact, it's not advisable. But you could decide, okay, we're going to put some of these things in place as a foundation. And then then every month for the next six months, I'm going to try one of these new tactics that's been talked about. So when I say there's some kind of core concepts or themes, the first one, really, this is foundational to personalizing and tailoring, tailoring the member experience, is to use segmentation within your membership. Now, we talked a lot about how to use segmentation, what we mean by that back in episode 207. So if you go to membershipgeeks.com slash 207 after today's show, you can dive a little bit deeper into the whole area of segmenting your audience, segmenting your user base. But essentially, it comes down to looking at your member base and identifying three to five key segments depending on what the purpose of your membership is, what the topic is, what you help people to achieve, what the interests of your members are. So three to five key segments. Typically, these are going to be based on either outcome. So if people joining your membership are working towards a specific end point and end goal, then that journey could be broken down into three to five key stages. So with a membership site, for example, we have the segments of plan, build, launch, grow. Those are very clear, very distinct stages in that journey. So if you have a membership that is very much geared around delivering a specific outcome, you can look at what that journey breaks down into in terms of segments, in terms of where people's interests, attention, and priorities are going to lie. If your membership is a one that is centered around competency, so it's more about mastery, it's more about developing lifelong skills, like music memberships, for example, then your segments could relate to that. You might segment by level of ability, so beginner, intermediate, advanced. You might segment by job roles within a corporate structure, so regular staff member, team manager, department head, whatever. So, that's the second way of segmenting your membership. Again, it's going to come down to what your topic is. You can segment by competency. And the third is segmenting by topics and subtopics or interests. So let's say you've got a marketing membership, for example. That's a very broad topic that will break down into a lot of different subtopics. And those could form the basis of the key segments of your member base. And if you know what those segments are, then you can start using them within your system. So a lot of people these days, particularly if you're running a, a membership, are likely to be using a CRM or an email marketing system that utilizes tags. And you can use tags in order to essentially assign a segment to each of your members. So if you're using software like ActiveCampaign, Entreport, or Keep, they enable you on a per user basis to add a little tag to that person's record. And that tag could be segment building, segment beginner, segment Facebook, whatever the actual segments that you're using are. 
Those tags then enable you to send different emails, to put people through different member onboarding sequences, depending on the segment that they're in. And that, just that in and of itself, makes things a lot more tailored because you'll no longer have to send out generic emails where you're trying to hit every possible point for every possible demographic in your membership. You can get more targeted. You can write email content that's very much specifically geared towards a particular subject or particular competency level or a particular stage of someone's journey. If this was the only thing that you did, if you're not doing it already, if this is the only thing you did, that would make such a big, big difference to how personalized and how tailored someone feels their member experience is. But of course, we're not just going to end it there. We're going to build on this and show you some other ways that that segmentation comes into play. It's important though, if you are segmenting your user base, that you make it easy for members to update that segment in the future as well, because presumably your beginners are going to become a little more advanced. People at stage one of your journey are going to reach stage two, stage three, stage four, and so on. So you want to make it possible that someone can update their segment. It could be a form on your website. It could be a link in an email that once clicked will change the tag someone has. Variety of different ways of doing that. But make sure you are using segmentation. That is going to be critical to creating a member experience that's more tailored and more personal. Yeah, and you can start this tailoring right when somebody joins your membership site. So one of my favorite things to do is to set up a new member survey as part of your onboarding process. In fact, this should be one of the first things you have people complete after they join your membership site. This is essential for collecting information that will help with marketing and things, but it's even more essential to help you get your members off to the best start. So this is where you can actually first ask them to self-select their segment, ask them where they are in the journey or what specifically they've joined for, what they're interested in, what result they're looking for, and then use that data to personalize the experience they have inside your membership, as well as Mike mentioned, feeding that info into your CRM, your email system, your user account on the website so that you can show them the content straight away that is most relevant to their needs. So for example, in the academy, when somebody joins, we have this quick new member survey. It's three questions. It doesn't take long. And based on that, we'll then direct people to the best place for them to start with our content. So that might be our membership roadmap if they don't have their membership launched yet. If they're a growth member, we'll ask a follow-up question asking what their priority is and we'll send them to the most relevant course for that. So you can really tailor this onboarding experience, the first content that you show your members to be as most relevant to them as possible. And as Mike mentioned, tailor your onboarding emails as well so that you're presenting the most relevant content, the most suitable features for where they are in the journey too. So that new member survey really ties into this segmentation, but also has a standalone value there as well for giving you more information on your member and their needs. Definitely. And depending on your tech setup, you can store that information that you're getting from the new member survey onto someone's user account within your website too. So if you are using something like WordPress, that is something that with the right tech, you can actually just save, not just in your email CRM, but within their WordPress account as well, which means there's a whole bunch of other ways you could then use that information later on to further tailor your membership experience. One of the fantastic things that you can do on the back of identifying what segment someone's in via that new member survey 
is to actually create what we call a recommendation engine. So that's our third tip for personalizing and tailoring your membership. So the ability to do this will depend a lot on your tech setup. But if you're using WordPress, for example, with a contact form plugin, such as Gravity Forms, you can set that to actually send people off to different pages, depending on the answers that they pick in their new member survey. And Callie um, mentioned this before when she's talking about that survey. So this could mean you take people to different lists of different recommended content or steps that they should take, depending on their level, depending on their segment. So if when filling out your new member survey, someone selects that they are a beginner, once they submit that form, you could have them automatically redirected to a page on your website that is specifically set up with beginner level content. If someone selects that they're more advanced, you could have them redirected, but instead of just being taken to the same page everyone goes to, they get redirected to the page that only contains tips or content for advanced level users. So that kind of conditional redirection, that can play a massive, massive part of essentially branching people off down different paths according to the information that they provide to you as part of that new member survey. And that's why that survey is such a critical part of your onboarding process, particularly if you're trying to tailor things a little more. Yeah. And that recommendation doesn't engine doesn't need to just be part of that survey as well. You can have that available on the site all the time so that people can continually update what they're interested in, update their segments, be directed to the best content for them. So this doesn't have to just play a part in the new member survey. The recommendation engine can be something available on your site anytime to help people get to the best content for them. Absolutely. And if you are a member of Membership Academy, not only will you have seen this in action, but we do also have a tutorial on how to create this exact kind of recommendation engine that we're talking about using Gravity Forms. So if you're listening to this and you're an Academy member and you're thinking, oh, wow, yes, I definitely want to do that. I remember when I joined the Academy and they sent me off to a page that was just for me. I didn't realize it was this magical thing called a recommendation engine. You can actually find out step by step how to set up the tech to do that within the Academy too. Yeah. And tip number four is to actually send personal videos and check-ins to your members. So send a short personal welcome video using a tool like Bonjoro to your new members when they join. Mention what they've put in your new member survey so that they know that this is actually a video specific to them and highlight where you think they should start based on the information that they've given you. But as well as using this for welcome videos, also look at sending similar videos when member share wins or reach milestones in your membership. Reach out to personal congratulate them and let them know you noticed and that you care. And you can celebrate successes, you can commiserate losses, you can make use of personal videos in all kinds of ways in your membership site. And this really helps to actually make the member feel more connected, more sense of belonging, makes them realize that you really do care about helping them to get results. And it doesn't have to take a long time for you to do. There's great tools now, we've already mentioned Bonjoro, that enable you to do this quickly and easily. You can do it from your phone, from your computer. So whether you've got 10 members, 1,000 members, 100 members, 10,000 members. My numbering's off there, but you, <laughs> you get the idea. You can make use of these personal videos at different points in people's membership. And as well as kind of just connecting with the people, checking in, you can also use that to further direct their member experience as well. 
And you can even have particular check-in points during the membership, like after their first month before annual renewal, where you really do kind of help to direct members more specifically too. Absolutely. This is phenomenal for adding an unexpected personal touch. And again, that's going to make someone feel like this membership is their membership. It's more for them. If you buy something from Amazon, you don't expect to get a video message from Jeff Bezos. I'm not sure you'd want a video (laughs) message from Jeff Bezos, but you just don't expect it. And people don't expect that with a membership either because they know they're joining a community of many So the idea that the founder of that community or your community manager or part of the team would actually take the time, not just to send them a message, not just to send them an email that kind of fakes being personal, but they've actually sat down and said, I'm going to say hello to Joe or Josephine Blogs today. And they've mentioned the city that you're in. One of my favorite things when when we were both doing these, we've got fantastic community manager involved in this whole process now as well. One of my favorite things was to look at where they were from. And if it was somewhere we'd been to, particularly in the US, actually just mentioning, oh, you're from Texas. Oh, we were in Texas two months ago. Ate the best barbecue in the airport, Austin Airport, Salt Lake Barbecue. Like that sort of thing is so unexpected, but goes so, so far for creating that unexpected personal connection. And again, that just makes the whole member experience feel so much more tailored, so much more personalized to that person. Yeah. And if you're not convinced about doing personal videos straight away, then try starting out by just sending a personal message to the person as well. If you've got a community, send them a private message on your forum, send them a private Facebook message if you're using a Facebook group and utilize that to essentially achieve the same thing. You don't have quite the same connection as with a video, but it's a great starting point if you're not ready to jump into the personal videos yet. Yeah. And it's the sort of thing that sounds like it'll take a lot longer than it actually does take. If you're getting hundreds and hundreds of members per day, you might not be able to do this to welcome every new member, but you can certainly do it to celebrate wins, to celebrate milestones, you know, to thank someone once they've been with you for 12 months or something like that. Goes such a long way. Tip number five is to provide personalized dashboards. So every membership will have some sort of central dashboard. This is essentially the homepage for that member, which will feature things like a list of recently released content, links to key sections, links to someone's account or profile, and so on. This is the page that people are directed to that they start with once they've logged into your site. It is the entry point to the member experience. And usually, it's somewhere where people try to include everything that the average member will need access to. But if you know what someone's segment is or other key information about them and their needs, then it may be possible to tailor which content is shown on your dashboard according to the information you hold about that person. Again, the ability to do this, as with several other things we're going to talk about, does come down to the tech that you are using. If you're using WordPress, then this is where a plugin like WP Fusion comes in extremely useful because with that, you can build pages where only certain sections are shown depending on someone's tag 
in your email CRM. So if someone is tagged as a beginner, you can have that whole section that just contains links to beginner information or maybe some extra tips or maybe specific courses or pieces of content that is only ever shown to people with that beginner tag. And you can have something similar for the advanced, similar for intermediate, but just with more tailored content. Your beginners will never see the stuff that's only for the advanced people and vice versa. And so everyone, when they see that dashboard, is seeing the most suitable version, the most applicable and relevant content, the most relevant links and whatever else to where they are in that journey. Again, the tech, you can go really complex or really basic with this, but if you have the sort of setup that enables you to create these personalized dashboards, even if the differences are only fairly minor, that is going to do so much more than just having the same generic standard dashboard where you're trying to kind of condense everything in your membership into one place that's going to be appropriate for every different member at different stages and different segments. So personalized dashboards can go a long, long way in having a more tailored member experience. As can using conditional email content. If you are sending information to your email service about what stage your members are at, then make sure you're actually making use of that to tailor the emails that you're sending to someone. So ensure your members aren't overwhelmed with notifications about things that simply aren't relevant to them. If someone's a beginner, for example, don't promote your new advanced content to them heavily. If you're running things like live training sessions or coaching calls or Q&As that are only specific to a particular part of your membership, only send the reminder emails to those people that will benefit from turning up. So in Membership Academy, for example, we have monthly growth huddles. So these are member mastermind sessions where you can speak with other membership site owners about any problems, challenges, and things like that in your membership. They are only relevant to people who already have their membership site launched. So we only really want to promote them heavily to those members that can actually attend those calls. Promoting it to somebody who hasn't launched their membership yet is, is kind of pointless both for us and for them. It just overwhelms them with things that they might want to do, but they can't. So tailor your emails, send specific email reminders to different segments. And also if you're sending a weekly digest, which we recommend everybody does, a weekly member digest, then highlight the content that is most relevant to someone's stage or segment in there too. So you're tailoring the content specifically to what is actually going to help them move further towards the result that they're looking for. And this is why we talk about using a tag-based email system because, again, having that tag or multiple tags if you're collecting various different bits of more detailed information about members, this is what enables you to create that conditional email content. So these systems like ActiveCampaign, like ConvertKit and so on, you can not only choose to selectively just send certain emails to just people with specific tags, but a lot of these systems will actually let you make the content of your emails conditional too. So you could send out a single weekly digest. You're not having to send out five or six versions of it. You can send out a single weekly digest, but you could make certain sections of that email only appear to people with certain tags. So again, this enables you to do what Callie mentioned there and highlight certain content within your weekly digest for one segment of your audience and perhaps highlight different content to other segments of your audience. So tag-based conditional email content, again, big, big, big part of having that more tailored experience. 
Now, a lot of what we talked about has centered around the segment that someone is in, the stage they're in, their competency level, their interests or whatever. But tip number seven is to actually send activity-based messages and prompts. So what we're talking about here is if you're offering courses or if you have a roadmap or something on your site that people will be expected to progress through, to either use tools like Intercom, for example, to track what members are doing on your site, to track their progress, to know where they are in a particular course or a particular process, or again, tools like WP Fusion, where you can add specific tags when people have completed different lessons in a course. So again, those records for your members are getting updated based on their activity on your website. You can then send prompts and reminders and emails based on the info that you have about what someone's been doing, where they are in your course, whether they've been studying your course at a certain pace, but then they're stuck at a certain point. Again, this is all really useful information to have. And if you use it to send reminders, to send prompts that are ultra specific to what someone has just been doing on your membership site, then I'm not sure it gets more tailored than that. So these prompts could be suggesting what they do next. So if you have a tag set up or if you have an event in Intercom that tracks when someone's completed a specific course, you could send them a message that suggests the next course that they work on. Or if someone is at lesson seven of a 10 lesson course, but they haven't completed a lesson in several weeks, you could actually use all these tagging and tracking tools to send a little nudge, send a little prompt, try and get them back, try and get them re-engaged. It doesn't have to be around consumption of content either. It can be based around how long it's been since someone last logged into your membership. So you could fire off an email, fire off a message if you haven't seen someone for a while to try and get them back to your site. You can even use a hybrid approach and actually have automated check-in messages set up to engage with members, allowing you to catch any issues early, provide personal feedback and direction if needed. So for example, again, in the academy, we use Intercom and at certain points in people's memberships, a little message will appear when they're on the site, checking in with them, making sure that they're making progress, making sure they're not having any issues. Whilst that initial prompt isn't personalized, Whenever somebody responds to it, I respond back personally. So that enables me to actually get a good feel for what members are working on, what issues members are having to actually help point them in the right direction if they're needing a little bit of extra support, need to know what content to do next. And it's a great way for me to just get to know our members and what they're working on. That initial prompt isn't personalized, but the response is, and that works really well. And even though, you know, yes, that initial prompt, that initial message isn't a one that is specific to something they've been doing. It's not something that's unique. It's totally automated. You can still set those to be time-based. So you can set them to fire once someone's been a member of your site for a month. And even just that, even just having a message which says, hey, it's it's been a month since you joined the membership. We just thought we'd check in. Even just acknowledging the time that it's been relative to that person and when they started their journey even just that is a tiny little bit of extra personalization that you know says hey we're, we're actually paying attention to to you to your journey to your experience and this is why we're checking in at this point yeah and 
one of the things I love is that, you know, we have a savvy member base in the academy. You're all looking to create your own membership site. So you tend to know if something's automated. So a lot of these responses start with, I know this is automated, but I thought I'd respond anyway to, to let you know. <laughs> and so it's always great when I then do respond back and it's kind of like, yeah, this is automated, but this response isn't. And it's great to hear what you're working on. And here's what I'd recommend and things like that. That always creates a great response with members. And that's something to remember throughout all of this, through all these different tips and tactics that we're sharing, is that 99% of people with businesses like this, where it's one to many, where they've got a large customer base, they're not doing any of this. And so people have come to expect automation. They've come to expect an impersonal experience. And that's why they reply to these things and say, I know this is not is an automated message, but, or they reply to an email and say, you probably don't check replies to this, but. And so if you show that, you know what? No, I'm a real person. We're actually here. We do read. That's going to go a long way. It shouldn't. And the fact that it does is probably more of an indictment of the way that online business in particular has evolved. But you get to be the exception. And in doing that, not only do you stand out from the crowd, but you also create a far more personal member experience. Yes. And so our next tip is actually one that's a little bit more labor intensive on your side. So whether or not you wanted to implement this would depend on the type of membership you have and also the price point as well. But one thing that can be really great is to offer a short private welcome call to new members. This can be a great way to not only foster that connection with yourself, but also to enable you to provide that more personalized pathway for them through your content, because you can actually speak to them, find out what their issues are, find out what their concerns are, what they're actually hoping to get from this membership and give them the best starting point. So private orientation calls are great. And as I said, whether or not you want to take the time to do this, because 15 minute calls can add up if you're getting a lot of new members a month will depend on your membership, your price point. It works particularly well if you have a more coaching focused membership, but it can also work really well in those early days of your membership as well. So if you've run a soft launch, a founder launch, you've just launched your membership for the first time and you're working with a smaller member base, then having those personal one-to-one calls really helps to foster that relationship with those early members and give you excellent information that you can use to grow the membership going forward as well, because you're hearing from the horse's mouth, so to speak, what they're joining the membership for and how you can help them. Yeah, sometimes the simplest answers are the best. So we're talking about ways in which you can make clever use of technology to find out what does someone specifically need? Where is someone specifically at? And then you're using even fancier techniques and technology to give someone personalized recommendations. But the simplest way to do all of that just get on the phone with them. Get on Zoom, get on Skype for 15 minutes. You want to know where someone's at in their journey? You ask them in person. You want to give someone recommendations for where to start? You tell them in response. So it is that that trade-off. Yes, it can be more labor intensive, but if you're very early in your membership journey and you're thinking, man, this all sounds really complex to get set up right now, just know that a lot of the really fancy, nerdy, geeky stuff that we're talking about, the flashy, cool stuff we're talking about, you can achieve pretty much all of that same thing by just hopping on a call with your new members. So that can definitely be um, a a good alternative to some of the things that we're talking about, as well as a good addition um, as well for those longer term established memberships too. So 
our ninth way of better tailoring your member experience is kind of along a similar vein to having those new member orientation calls. And this is offering what we would call an SOS option for people who need a little bit extra support at random unpredictable points in their membership. So when we talk about having new member surveys, we know where that's going to go. We know that's going to go at the start. We know things like conditional email content, that's going to be a consistent, regular thing. Things like activity-based prompts, it's going to be reactive, right? But there will be those random sporadic points in someone's member journey that's different for every person where they just need a little extra. And so utilizing a tool like Video Ask to offer more personal support to members on an ad hoc basis when they just need to speak to someone. That can go so, so far in your member experience. So if you use a tool like Video Ask, that means your members could record a short video, audio, or text message about the issue they're having, the challenge they're facing, the thing that they're stuck with, and then you, in turn, can respond to that message with a quick video back that addresses their issue. So this is asynchronous communication. It's not getting on a Zoom call and trying to fix something in real time, which might be harder for you to be available for on an ad hoc random basis. But in effect, it's still you providing a bit of personal input, a bit of personal feedback, giving people that SOS option if they just need to be able to explain an issue and have someone come back to them kind of in person to address it, whether it's a problem they have on your website, whether it's a challenge they're having in their business or something like that. Video Ask in particular is a phenomenal tool for doing this. Having that SOS option is a great way to help people get back on track if they're feeling lost, confused, or overwhelmed, whether in general or with particular aspect of your membership site. And again, because you can do this via video, you can do it via audio, and a response is going to come back from you or the team. It's a little more personal than email. It feels a little less like you're just firing off a support request and hoping someone somewhere might get back to you someday. It's just, again, that little bit extra that really enhances the member experience and will make people feel like you've got their back if they get stuck. And I think a lot of people get concerned with things like this about it becoming overwhelming and it taking up all your time. But the truth is, if you have something like this on your site, the majority of your members are not going to use it or they're not going to use it every day, every week and things like that. Most people will kind of leave it as a last resort. So it's not a case of something where you're going to be inundated with hundreds of messages every day to respond to. Yeah, but being able to have this little thing in the bottom of your website where you're giving people the option, hey, listen, if you get stuck and you need to speak to someone, send us a quick video message and one of the team will get back to you. And it's, again, it's a face to camera. It's personal. It's not a pre-written response. It's not an automated thing. It's going to feel so much more personal. And it's going to feel like this membership is your membership as opposed to you simply sending an email to a customer support inbox where there's going to be dozens and dozens of other similar emails and you're going to get a template fired back. More more tailored, more personal to you. And our final tip is to also tailor your community features. Now, one of the huge benefits of a membership site is that you will have members all at different stages who can help each other out. 
But that also means that sometimes people can feel a bit lost, a little bit alone. Maybe they want to connect with people who are at the same stage as them, people that they know understand how they're feeling right now. So if you do have people at different stages, different competencies, or even anything where people might want to connect about different topics, then actually making it easy for them to find others in a similar place is a great way to tailor that community experience. As I said, you don't want your entire community to be segmented, but having things like a newcomer's chat or an advanced topics area can really help members to feel more comfortable in posting because they know that people in that area are going to be in a similar space to them. And if you link from your content to your community, then link to a specific place for them to share content based on that topic so that they know it's only going to be read by the people that it's relevant to. As we've mentioned before, if you run live calls, then you can actually tailor those calls to specific segments as well. But even if you run more general calls like member mixers, utilize a tool like Wonder to actually allow different rooms so that members can self-select where they go to meet people of similar interests or similar stages as them. And you can do the same with Huddle mixers, accountability partners, all kind of ways to tailor your community to the stages and needs of your members. So while you absolutely want to have that more general community, having different ways to actually tailor that to enable people to better find the people that understand them, that they can connect with, that they can kind of become besties with, for want of a better word, or accountability buddies, things like that can really help to actually tailor the whole member experience because what you'll get with things like that is people will create their own little groups they'll talk about your content they'll share best resources for people as well at a similar stage and that can work really well not just in your community but your, your membership in general and this isn't something you should be scared of doing i think sometimes when we talk about this concept with membership owners they get really really panicky about whether having that kind of segmentation available within their community or with things that bring members together, they get really worried that you're going to end up alienating one part of your membership if they're not invited along to a particular type of call or a particular type of event or something like that. But as long as you still have that central open aspect to your community, as long as you're not separating everyone off into five different Facebook groups and never shall they intermingle then it can actually give you the best of both worlds because what you will find, you will definitely find people who are in earlier stages or they're more beginner and they just want to hang out with the more advanced people, with the people who are more successful with them, with the people who are further ahead. And 100% there's benefit to them in being able to just hang out with those people who they can learn from but you've got to look at the other side of the coin as well. Your more advanced or more successful members or people who are uh, more experienced, they don't want their entire membership experience to be about supporting people who are further back in their journey than they are. They have member needs as well. They have things they want to achieve that are better served by just being with people in their stage. And the truth is, those people who are earlier in their journey, they might think that the best way of getting results is just to be able to pick the brains of people who are more, who are further on. But actually, they're going to get a lot from coming together with people who are at their stage or their level too. So if you get that balance right, it can give you the best of both worlds. And definitely, definitely don't be scared about actually ring-fencing certain aspects of how you bring your community together. Yeah. And you can also do much smaller aspects of this as well. So for example, a great way to connect different members together is to actually have have location-based 
community elements as well. Yeah. So even if it's just a simple thread of, hey, where's all our UK members at? It's amazing how much just being able to connect with people in a similar area can really actually help to personalize that member experience, help you to find the people that, hey, maybe we can go get a coffee. Maybe we can talk offline. You know, that kind of experience as well. Yeah. And again, it's, as we've kind of mentioned several times, feeling like this is your membership, this membership experience is a one that's almost been crafted with you in mind. That is really what we're talking about here. That's what everything comes down to when we talk about personalizing and tailoring the member experience. It's making people think, hey, if I was to have designed the perfect membership just for me, just selfishly, just for me, this is actually what it would be like. And the ability to actually connect directly to people where you are at, either physically or within a business journey or, you know, in progress being made towards mastering a certain skill. Again, that's a big, big part of making people feel that they're in the right place and they're in somewhere that is almost tailor-made for them. So those are 10 ways to personalize and tailor your member experience. Number one, it all starts with identifying your segment within your member base and making sure that you are using them throughout the entirety of your membership. Number two is incorporating a new member survey into your onboarding process, a big part of which will be getting people to identify where they're at in their journey, what their skill level is, and so on. On the back of that, you can utilize a recommendation engine for your content or to direct people to the best place to start relevant to where they are, what their needs are. Personal welcome videos and check-ins go such a long way to giving an unexpected personal touch that will really make people think that this membership is their membership instead of just feeling like another number. Same thing goes for personalized member dashboards. This will be the page people will see more than any other page in your membership. So if it's tailored to someone's particular interests or needs, they're going to get much better use out of it. And again, just makes your membership so much more relevant. Another way of getting that relevancy when it comes to your emails in particular is using tags in your email CRM to create conditional email content. So you're showing different content or sending different emails to people depending on the information you hold about them. You can also send activity-based prompts and reminders based on how long it's been since someone logged in, what they're doing when they're on your site, the rate at which they're consuming your content, all those kinds of things to re-engage people, to acknowledge progress, and again, make them feel this membership is kind of all about them. A lot of this is real fancy. A lot of the techniques in collecting this information and leveraging it and utilizing it can involve a lot of fancy moving parts. But you know what? One of the easiest ways of doing that is the private orientation calls. So you might consider incorporating those into your membership. Simple, but effective. Adding an option for people to send you a little SOS using a tool like VideoAsk to get some support, get a nudge in the right direction. Again, it's going to make them feel you're always there to have their back. Even though you've got hundreds or thousands of other members, they've always got that option there. And then finally, you can make sure that people are able to directly connect with others in a similar place, of similar interests, in a similar location by having more tailored community interactivity and features. Again, all these 10 different techniques can really, really 
help to massively personalize and tailor the experience of your members. But remember, it's not about doing all of these things. It's about picking the things that will actually help your members the most. And so start with the things that you think are going to need move the needle the most in your membership site. And you can always test out other options later on as well. So if your membership's content heavy, for example, then making it easier for members to get to the content that is most relevant to them is an absolutely no brainer and way you should start. If your membership is more community focused, though, then looking at how you can make them feel better connected and supported is a great starting point. Segmentation and learning more about your members is really key to knowing where they actually are and importantly, ensuring your membership mates them there. So if you do nothing else after listening to this podcast, make sure you have segmentation options in place for your membership site because you'll be able to use them in so many different ways in the future. Absolutely. And as we mentioned earlier, we dove deeper into the whole concept of segmenting your member base segment in your audience back in episode 207. So if you want to make sure you get that foundational thing in place to be able to do all the other things that we talked about here, then the next episode you should listen to after this one is episode 207. Head to membershipgeeks.com slash 207. All right. We covered a lot of ground there. We did. We did. It was a, it was a big one. Big it one. was. I feel it, like there's a lot more we could dive into on that topic. And actually, if you're an Academy member, make sure you check out the retention resources we have for you, especially the retention essentials stage of the membership roadmap, because we go into a lot more detail about a lot of this in there as well. Absolutely. This sort of thing just goes so, so far. Again, we kind of mentioned through the episode the fact that people don't expect a personal touch. They don't expect a tailored, personalized experience, but it's something that we've extolled the virtues of and the values of for online membership since we started this whole thing back in 2015. And, you know, we see the most successful memberships are the ones who do things like this, are the ones who put that little extra thought, that little extra effort into making that member experience just a bit more personal. So make sure you get that segmentation in place. And then depending on the main focus of your membership, start implementing some of these tactics we've talked about today. And we would love to hear from you on which of these things you're already doing, which works best for you and what you're trying out as a result of this show. So hit us up on social media. You'll find us at Membership Geeks on pretty much all platforms now. Yes, that's nice and easy. Yeah, those of you who've listened to the show for a while will remember that I used to have to like list off different different usernames because on Instagram it was membership geek singular on Twitter it wasn't even membership geek it was membership membership guy guy, singular yeah you will find us at membership geeks on pretty much everything or of course if you're an academy member you can let us know in the community there as well hopefully you found today's episode useful I'm sure you will have Yes, hopefully. Let us know. Do let us know. We did say this was a a real, real pet topic of Callie's. So, yeah, we've really gone deep and hopefully dropped some gold nuggets for you. That is it from us for this week, though. We will be back again next week with another fantastic episode of the Membership Geeks podcast. See you then. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. 
Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Geeks podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. Membership Academy is the original membership about memberships, and it's the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a successful online membership business. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be and you need some help making it a reality, or whether your website is already up and running and you're looking for ways to grow and attract new members, then Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. Not only do you get access to our step-by-step membership roadmap, our extensive training library and exclusive member-only discount and tools, you'll also become part of our supportive, active community of membership owners that will help you along the way in your journey with feedback, encouragement and advice. All of this and more make Membership Academy the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership business. Check it out and join the community at membershipacademy.com.